Welcome to episode 17 of the unofficial Gilmore Girls podcast. I'm Alicia. And I'm Dave. And this episode we're going to talk about super cool party people. Yep. The newest Gilmore Girls episode that was on Tuesday. It's episode number 20 of season 6. So after that there's only two episodes left until it's over. It's over. Um, this episode started out, it's the day after Lane's wedding. Lorelai's at the Dragonfly with the hangover. Everything's loud and making it like, just, you know, you can just see her like cringing because everything makes her head hurt, which mm-hmm. is pretty funny. And Suki fills her in on what all she did at the reception, her right. big performance the night before. Which half of it she sort of remembers, another part she doesn't remember at all. She's like, I thought that was a dream. <laughs> Um, she auditioned for America's Next Top Model. That was interesting. She was like, I'm not here to make friends. I want to win. <laughs> Which is pretty funny because that's how all those reality shows are anyway. Right. And she declared herself arm wrestling champion of the world. Right. She tried to start a poker contest or mm. a poker game and a limbo contest. Yeah. And then the funniest thing, my personal favorite. And the, where the title came from. Is she started, tried to start a secret club for super cool party people only. <laughs> And when people would leave the reception, she'd go, super cool party, people wish you super cool do. <laughs> Pretty funny. I really wish we'd gotten to see that, that yeah. happen. That would have been hilarious. But, and it's kind of weird because the episode with Lane's wedding, it made it look like Rory and Chris took her home right after she gave her a drunken speech. Right. So so you only find out in the next episode that there was a chunk of time that they weren't accounting for. But that makes sense because Suki was talking about that's the time when they were trying to give her coffee to sober her up, but that was just making her more hyper, <laughs> hyper and drunk. drunk. So kind of makes sense, but kind of sucks just hearing about it too. Been pretty good scenes to watch. So um, most important part of the episode is Rory at the hospital and Logan is hurt. It was pretty hard to watch him beat up like that. I was, really? Yeah, I was. Yeah. I almost cried. No, you didn't. Uh-huh. What? Logan, he just <laughs> looks so sad. Whatever. I wouldn't want to see you laying in a hospital I like know. that. Anyways, yeah, he looked pretty beat up. Um, It really sucked because this is the one time that a hospital actually abided by like the patient privacy rules and wouldn't tell her anything because she wasn't family. I've been to hospitals plenty of times, and they tell anybody that walks in. Just about. So that was kind of annoying for her and frustrating because um, if she'd been his wife, then she would have found out everything. Mm-hmm. And also sucked because there's no family members of his there. Yeah. She ran into Colin and Finn and yeah, said. Yeah, you're like, I didn't even recognize them. They had, like, beards because they'd been out and yeah, BFE they looked, they for looked scruffy. a few days. Yeah. So I was like, oh, it's Colin and Finn. Whoa. Um. They said they tried to get in touch with Logan's family. Honor is trying to come back from her honeymoon. She's having trouble catching a flight. And his mom checked into a spa in Arizona as soon as she found out. <laughs> I guess it's funny. better than like the Betty Ford Clinic or something. But, yeah. you know, just kind of typical of rich people like yeah, that. Yeah, what, what was it, Finn, that said when the going get tough or when the rich get going the, or something like that, the rich... When the tough... When the tough get going, the, the rich, rich go, get, to, go get hot massages or yeah. something. That was pretty funny. Um, and then they left a message with his dad, but hadn't heard anything back from him. So they said they found a way, a loophole, a way around the whole not being family thing to find out info on Logan. And what they decided to do was to adopt him. That was dumb. It was funny, though. 
And it, well, they, it, it was like one of their little bits that they do because yeah. they're like you know intellectual types. But, but I, I'm glad of proud of Rory because it, it, although it was fun. funny, it she was, didn't think it was funny at all. It wasn't the time no. and place for that. And she let them know. I was very proud of her this episode. She really got a backbone and told them off and told them you know she didn't want to even look at them because they were being careless and stupid. And how come they weren't laying in the hospital hurt mm-hmm. instead of Logan? So. You don't mess with her and her man, you know what I mean? So I was really proud of her. So then she, since she's there by herself after that, because she makes them leave. No family if this is there. Lorelai's not there. She's freaking out. She calls Paris. who She tries to tell Paris what's going on, but with Paris, it's hard to get a word in edgewise sometimes. And Paris starts complaining about her, her finals for school. She's got an open book final. Yeah. And she's like, why don't they just hand us our diploma when we're freshmen along with some government cheese, a bong, and a t-shirt that says, hard work is for suckers. <laughs> and I believe you kind of felt the same way. You had a f- open I've, book final right yeah, now. Yeah, I've got one coming up real soon. And yeah, I was sitting there thinking, I was like, what? And it's it's stupid. So it's just like a prove you can read test. You just come in. All the answers are in the book, obviously. So What's the know. point? What's the point? I guess anybody can get a degree these days, huh? I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> but... Paris was really cool because she called the doctor and got all the info that um, Rory needed to find out Logan's condition. That was cool. Yeah, she totally socially engineered him. Yeah, got to love some social engineering. Um, So then after that, Rory finally calls Lorelai to tell her what's going on with Logan. And it's really weird because, you know, the episode started out the morning after Lane's wedding. And so Rory still had on her bridesmaid's dress then because she had just rushed to New York. That yeah. night. Didn't bother changing. Right. But then, and we see Lorelai's outfit that day cause with her hangover. But then this is now the next day. So two days. And Lorelai has in a different outfit, but Rory's still wearing her bridesmaid's dress outfit, which is really cool, which means she's been at the hospital for, you A couple know, days and yeah. didn't even leave to go change or anything. Yeah. That was, that's pretty awesome of her. And it's got to suck to be in a hospital for that long by herself. So, and I'm kind of surprised it took her that long to call Lorelai, but... Um, She's probably busy doing other stuff. Yeah. I don't know. And then she finds out Logan wakes up, and he he tries to talk. And Matt Zuckery did a great job of looking injured and sounding injured. Mm-hmm. Um, the makeup artist did a great job, too, because right. I think they had, like, cotton in his mouth or something, something to make like, his mouth look all yeah, swollen. Yeah, like a little, little wad of something in there. So that was pretty cool. But he didn't, like, overdo it, like, you know. you know, Like a of, soap opera. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't, like, too theatric, so it was pretty good. Um. I don't know if she, it's because she was, like, shooken up or she felt guilty about how they parted last time they saw each other or what. But, like, she didn't really touch him at first. Maybe she was afraid she was going to hurt him. I don't know. I just know if that was me with you, I'd be, like, hugging you and kissing you, just glad that you're alive. You yeah, know? but he had broken ribs and, you know, holes in his chest and stuff. She might have just been trying to, but you'd at least given, you know, give me a little peck on the cheek or a yeah. little baby kiss. I don't know. Um, she's just trying to crack jokes in the meantime. She was like, well, I found the maternity ward in case I want to play a practical joke and swap the newborns around, <laughs> which that's like a Logan joke. That sounds like something he would say. So yeah. that was pretty funny. She was trying to relate. And then later on in the episode, she calls Honor. And it seems like Honor is like the family messenger. Cause like she's she, a mediator of sorts. Yeah. She found that she, previously is when she found out from Honor that her and Logan were broken up and now she's finding out from Honor why Mitchum's not there. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently Mitchum was boycotting Logan's injuries because he thinks his life and death brigade stunts should have been over by now and he needs to grow up and become a man. Yeah, but he also only thinks that more so because he wants Logan to 
you know, work into taking over the business or become a more crucial part of the business. So well, it's kind of hard to do that if you're laying in the hospital. Yeah, though. I know, but I'm just saying, like, I don't. <laughs> Mitchum's got his own agenda for getting uh, Logan to get out of the life and death brigade. It's more like they're. It's a business relationship than he's his dad, though. Sometimes. Right. Yeah. Um. So Rory calls Mitchum and lets him have it. It is awesome. And she wasn't leaving him a message. Although, no, she talked to him. Because she was like, Mitchum Huntsberger? Yes, this is Rory Gilmore. And then she's like... <laughs> and I, I think she called from Logan's phone. Yeah, she did because she grabbed another cell phone. Yeah. Well, they're like cell phone crazy nowadays. Yeah, she had... Maybe, maybe she does have two. So. Lorelai gets a new one every week, so... She got a new one this week. Yep. Matched her outfit. It was white. Good call on that. Thanks. But she just let him have it, and that's awesome, especially considering the fact that's the first time she's spoken to the man since she ended her internship with right. him. Right. Um, and I, they didn't. When he got there, they didn't have any dialogue at all. And like at first, I was thinking, did they edit those scenes together where like you know they did, couldn't get both actors together? But then as we watched it the second time, they were both in the same yeah. scene. It's just they didn't have any dialogue. They just looked at each other, and, and they. Were, Although I would have liked to see something, I guess they didn't really need to because it looks at a and, lot. And what she told him on the phone was plenty. <laughs> I well, think, I think that I don't think she had to reiterate anything. I think that the combination of like the year that had got passed since she's spoken to him and all that rage that had built up on top of being scared to death for Logan, I think that she just let it all out in that one phone call. And I think she almost needed that build up to be able to say that to him because nobody else was going to say anything to him to tell him to go see his son in the hospital. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. I just yeah, he's surrounded I stood by up a, and applauded. You know? He's surrounded by a bunch of yes men. They're not going to tell him that he's wrong. I think she called him sycophants to I'm be sorry. exact. i, I got to look up that word. Yeah, big words for you, huh? Mm-hmm. Then uh, Logan, Logan was like, you know, excited to see him, but like they didn't show them in the room together, right? Mitchum and Logan. Mitchum right. and Logan, right? But when Rory came in, she didn't inform him that he came because she called. Only because she called. She yeah. let him just think that he came on his own cognizance. Yeah, he seemed really happy that his dad came. Which, as much as he claims to hate his dad, you can tell that he loves him and wants to have a relationship with him and that kind of proved it so that was pretty cool and i'm really glad she didn't try to take credit for it at all yeah and that's good for his morale to have Mm -hmm. like at least some family members come around while he's hurting you know while he's in the hospital and then at the end of the episode she apologizes she's like i shouldn't have let you leave yeah, like she's gonna stop him anyway. Well, but she was like, "You could have died." And like, yeah. remember when they when he left, they didn't even kiss each other bye because they were had just been arguing. And so I think that you know gave her a big kick in the butt to realize, "Holy crap, he could have died. I could have lost him. I really love this man." So, yeah, that's what she's thinking. Yeah. yeah, and he he did a good job too because he was like, "No, I'm the one screwing things up here." Um, so they both kind of said they were sorry and took some blame for it, which is cool and. She, Alexis Bledel did a really good job in that scene too, because she was really emotional and she, you know, just a lot of emotions going through at one time, and she really portrayed all of those really well. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, she does hold his hand and like pets him a little bit, uh-huh. so that was really sweet. Isn't that nice? Plus, I guess we have to remember that Rory is kind of freaked out by hospitals. Yeah, she anyway. said that like you know other episodes that she doesn't like hospitals. Like pregnant ladies. Yeah, she doesn't like pregnant ladies and. So I think that made it part been part of the reason why she was kind of distant. Yeah, but, but she's do, still there for him, right? But one of my issues with Gilmore Girls is the lack of PDAs. 
Yeah, in general. But in, not between all the characters, but between some of them, yeah. Uh, the main characters? I know, especially the main characters. He's like, why don't you guys just make out? Right. I don't know. So, good Logan Rory episode. Very cool. Um, they only have two episodes left before he leaves for London, though, so... Mm-hmm. Gone. What's going to happen now? He's going to have to make a big recovery in two episodes. I don't, know. I don't, think, I don't think they're going to do that. I think they're going to have him, you know, unless they're going to make weak chunks of time and, like, account for those in the next couple of episodes. I think they'll have him going through rehab and, like, you know. I don't think they will. He's supposed to graduate in, like, a couple of weeks because this is graduation time now. Know. They'll at least have him walking on a cane or something cool like that. Well, it showed in the previews him, her pushing him out of the hospital, pushing wheel, him out in a wheelchair. In a wheelchair so. yeah. Broken ribs. Can't go too far. True. Speaking of lack of PDAs, oh, yeah. uh, the main couple where there is a lack of this is Luke and Lorelai. He comes back from his trip with April. She comes to the diner, and it's like a little peck on the cheeks that you would give like your grandma. It's like, hey. It's like, like they've just seen each other like an hour before or something. Yeah, they're weird that way. Like I don't know if that's the actors, like maybe not being cool about just you know just full on you know macking on each other. Or if, I don't know, I, I can't call it. But it just seems unnatural. You know what I mean? If and I was especially gone, for people who are engaged and are supposed to spend the rest of their lives with each other. and I'd lay a big wet one on her. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, you wouldn't. I'm just, if I was the character. Or even the actor, for that matter. Well, you're not. It's part of the job. Yep. And if I was Rory in the hospital with Logan, I would have laid a big one on him, too. So there we go. What? Now we're even. What are you, are you trying to get even with me? <laughs> yep. Okay. While Luke was gone for, like, what, two episodes? Mm-hmm. And while well, was, gone, gone, like, not out of the episode, but just gone from Stars Hollow. Right. Yes. And while he was gone, Caesar made some big changes to the diner. <laughs> he started selling cold bananas. <laughs> and everybody loved him. Everybody loves him. <laughs> and he brought in this weird, crazy concept to Luke called service with a smile. Yeah, he started telling all the complaints he got from the customers. About his attitude. And about his language. <laughs> and then he put up these little quirky signs like, how about a nice plate of chicken fingers? <laughs> and this weird coffee, I forgot what it was called, but and Luke was like, we don't have that coffee. And Kirk's like, well, the sign says it. Yeah. So then Luke gets all mad. <laughs> and then Luke gives Lorelai a hard time about what she did at the reception when she was drunk. Um, but what was cool was that Miss Patty's the one that told Luke about her drunkenness mm-hmm. and she told him that the big scene was that she sang endless love, not yeah. that she said that she's never going to get married. Yeah. She totally covered for And it. then she had the whole town believe in that too, which is yeah. awesome because it's not just believing like it, but telling the same right, story. Yeah. Right. So, and Luke's oblivious anyway. He's usually the last one to know stuff, so he'll probably never find out the truth. <laughs> I mean, he'll find out. Doubt it. Maybe it would be after they're married. If they ever get married. Yeah, I, was, I thought you were about to say doubt it. So then he tells her he's going to throw a birthday party for April the next day. Um, later that day, they're shopping. And he, oh, and, and you remember when, she, when he was telling her about yeah. the party? Like, you know, she was like sitting there like waiting for her invitation to at least stop by. And, and it, it never, never happened. It never came. Yeah, that sucked. And then later they're shopping and he's... I guess it looks like he has he's holding some bags of some clothes that he bought for her or something and she's trying to tell him that she influences what he wants her to buy for him and he's like, No, I'm not no I don't she's like, Yes you do. I wanna ask you your my your opinion on it. I'm pretty much tell you the answer and the question I'm like, This isn't right, right? <laughs> and that was really cute. That's one of David said one of the things that you like to like about the Gilmore girls is like their little 
Yeah, just their banter back and forth and little inside jokes like that that we're privy to just because we're viewers of the show. And then later on she realizes, hey, you've picked out all my favorite outfits. So that was pretty <laughs> funny, too. Then they were looking for a gift for April for her birthday, and Luke finds this stupid, like, toiletry set with some cats on it. And he's like, she'll like it. It's got cats on it. And Lorelai's like, oh, well, if it's got cats on it. (laughs) Might as well buy it. And then he still wants to get her the stupid gift anyway. And he's like, let me do this. I need to do it. And she's like, okay, well, just let me be a part of it. And then he says, no. And I was like, what? And he's and she's like, I want to have a part in her life or whatever. And he's like, no, it's too soon. The minute you get involved, it'll all be over for me. She'll like you better. What the heck is that? I know. And I saw some people like online in forums and stuff like, oh, that's so cute that that's why he didn't want her to meet him. And that's innocent enough. I was like, innocent nothing. That's selfish as hell. Especially after six months. I know. If, if, you know, if, if he had a dog and the first week he wanted to, like, train the dog himself and then let her get to know the dog because the dog would like her better, maybe. But his daughter... I know, it's a big deal. I guess deal. my point is trying to be that his daughter is a lot more important than just some random people. Right. Some people thought that Lorelai should feel like that that was a compliment. I know. She, I mean, and, and she... Uh, and it's in different situations and on a, over a shorter time span, maybe. Yeah, and Lauren Graham did a great job, of, you know, with her facial features then that she was not taking that as a compliment. She was really hurt by that, and I felt so bad for her. And, and that is just a stupid cop-out, and that's the... It's pretty much the lamest excuse that you could even think of. Yeah. Even if it's even if it's true, it, it's totally lame. It's stupid. Yeah. And I was already not liking Luke this season because of the whole April thing. Oh, how can you not like Luke? Oh, I don't know. Maybe because he's a butthole. Oh, about this is not- PG podcast. <laughs> okay. I can't say the other. Well, anyway, I like Luke. He's he is making bad decisions. Well, at this point, he obviously doesn't care as much for Lorelai as he claims, and I'm about to be at the point where I don't care if they ever get together because he needs to, to buck up and change. What are you, you going to abandon ship? Maybe. Oh, yeah. I doubt it. So later on, we see them getting ready for April's party, all the girls showing up. Anna's dropping April off, and she informs Luke that she had a great time on the field trip with him and that all of her friends call him Hagrid, which is hilarious. That's really cute. And then after Anna leaves, he's like, okay, girls, let's go over some ground rules. And then he's like all full metal jacket on him, being like a big drill sergeant. Like, you cannot go upstairs. You can't go in the back room. You'll lose a finger. And like all the girls just look like, what the heck is going on Yeah, they're just totally frozen. Like, this is supposed to be a party, not, you know, detention or something. And then later on, you see him, and they're all bored, like, doing homework, playing cards, <laughs> reading. Reading. Yeah, and they're, like, arguing with each other because they're so annoyed. Yeah. So then that's when Luke calls Lorelai, and what we've seen in the previews about, this is a disaster. He's talking about the party. And she comes and saves the day. She did this, like, really cute centipede across down the sidewalk yeah, to the beauty shop. And already had stuff planned out at the beauty shop. Brought a little tiara for yeah, April. Gave each one of the girls in the uh, party a basket and let them go around the, the beauty shop and pick out stuff to fill the basket with. It to do really- makeovers, and then you see them later, and they're all looking like they're from the 80s. Mm-hmm. They should be like part of Jim and the Holograms or something. <laughs> and then she introduced them to Molly Ringwald later, which is really cute. Yeah. And she's like, you probably don't you don't know who she is, and she's like the Audrey Hepburn of my time. You don't know who that is either. <laughs> do you think that they set up a projector screen just to get Kirk in there to set it up? 
Probably. Yeah, because I was like, don't they have a TV? You know, but remember, TV? Kirk works for the movie theater. Oh, though. that's right. Yeah, he can get stuff like that. Remember, he did his own movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a movie by Kirk. That was funny. And then she gets the great idea to have turn the birthday party into a sleepover. And April and all the girls are excited. Um, Luke seems excited at first, and then later on he's trying to sleep, and he hears all the girls going, light as a feather, stiff as a board. And he's just <laughs> like, oh, crap, what have I gotten myself into? But it was a really good time for Lorelai to bond with April. April kept trying to tell her that she reminded her of her mom, and they would get along really well, and Lorelai kept avoiding the subject. But it was pretty cool. And then and then the next day you see Lorelai telling Suki about the party and how much fun they had, and you know, it seems like that this is like, going to be a time where she can start hanging out with April and having a relationship with her. And she's just so happy about it. Mm-hmm. So you're like, oh, this is good. Yeah. Even what Luke said earlier, maybe it's not going to be as bad as we thought if they can start talking now. Yeah, and then that's when Anna comes in and meets him at the diner and demands that he comes upstairs and they talk and stuff and just starts tearing into him about you know how he didn't tell her that Lorelai was going to be at the party and, uh, you know, let, he let the kids uh, left the kids unsupervised, and she just had this laundry list of stuff that he messed up on. Which ba- the big thing was that she had that he had Lorelai come over and watch the girls, and not him, and she didn't know anything about it. And you know, a lot of that's because she has a valid point, but I think she was kind of blowing it out of proportion a little bit. And I think the writers were just trying to do that to cause a little bit of drama there, and also it, it brought them two together because later Lorelai goes to see her. After you know, after Luke comes over to for dinner and they're, they're trying to eat Chinese food or whatever, and he just he's, he's all pouty and stuff, and it's like, you know, like, well, you know, it wasn't good, and it's my fault. And Anna came by and didn't like the fact that you were there at the party, and which made Lorelai feel really bad. Yeah, she apologized to both Luke and later Anna, and she should not have, shouldn't have had to apologize to either one because it's not her fault; it's and, Luke's fault. And only only after watching it the second time did I realize that Lorelai tried to leave the party she was like well you've got it all handled and it's getting late i'm gonna go right as the sleepover part was about to begin yeah right and then that's when luke was like no no you stay i'll sleep you know downstairs you girls can sleep upstairs or whatever and i think the biggest thing they were trying to get across was that anna didn't even know any no lorelaw or anything about her necessarily and had luke introduced Lorelai to april initially like he should have it wouldn't have been an issue even just like you know once or twice it wouldn't have been a big deal. You know what I mean? Like, just for her to get a good vibe from her and see that she's nice and, you know, isn't, like, just some kind of, like, loony chick. And granted, I'm not a mom, so I guess I can't relate necessarily, but Anna needs to realize Luke is April's dad. Right. And, and so people that he deems appropriate to be around April is going to be okay. You know what I mean? Like especially got, after he did a good job of going being her chaperone on the trip. Right. Now, and I'll give... I'll give her enough credit that he's so new into her life that she can't really trust him to do. But make that's those her decisions. fault that he's new. Yeah, it's true. ridiculous that he found out the way he did. I, I don't care like, if he wasn't like a kid person or not. He still had the right to know. I know they live like a town over. Yeah, that's stupid. What was also weird that I noticed was that Anna said, "You know, she's not going to." introduce april to any man until she's ready to get married again yeah she did say that so she's been married before mm-hmm. wondered i don't know yeah. who timing but it could have been before after i don't who know knows. yeah but remember like we don't know 100 we're not 100 percent sure that luke is april's dad 
So you right. keep that in mind, too. Yeah, you brought that up while we were watching. I was like, what? And then I had to think about it. I was like, oh, yeah. They, like, there's no hard evidence that he saw. He saw her little book or her little science fair report. You know what I mean? Right. But, that was done by her uncle. Yeah, and, I can type one of those up. It's not a big deal. Like, even Jess. Even, yeah, even he's Jess not the was brightest like the, guy in the world. He <laughs> brought it up. Hey, did you get a paternity test? Right. He's like, oh, I don't need it. I trust her. So, you know, that's there maybe for next season if they want to. The writers can. They put it out there. Or maybe it could come out that. I don't think it will, but it could come out that maybe Luke and Anna were engaged or married or something. Who knows? I doubt it. Anytime they, they'll bring up stuff like that anytime they need some drama. Anytime yeah. people are happy, they, they've laid the groundwork. <laughs> so. Oh, why can't everybody just be happy? I know. I mean, if next season is the last season, then you just start making it mm. more gooder. You know? More gooder. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so that's pretty much it for that episode. Um, it was a pretty good one. I enjoyed it. It was fun to watch, and, like, they dealt with a lot of stuff, and then they also opened up a couple of new things that, you know, are going to have to be resolved in the next couple episodes. So that was fun to watch. Now, the previews showed previews for the next two episodes, and right. I would like to remind our listeners that we only discuss spoilers for one episode out. Yes. So when we didn't mention that someone was going to be pregnant soon... That's because it's... two. It was two episodes out. It wasn't this next episode, so... And we're also not going to cover previews that were about the finale, because we'll talk about that next week. So right. don't correct us or anything. We're doing that <laughs> for a reason, because some people hate spoilers, and right. we don't want to... You know, make these people mad. So we're trying to find a happy medium here and only go one episode out. So, so do you want me to start the spoiler music? Yeah. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Thanks. So, the person who's pregnant is not a main character. I could care less about this character, to be honest with you. I'm sorry if I make people mad, but it's Liz, Luke's sister. Big deal. Yeah. <laughs> but, they try to make you think that it's like Lorelai, Rory, right. somebody. But if you if you want to take the literal quote from the previews for next season, for next episode, it showed a blonde-haired lady that he was talking or to. lighter-haired. Lighter-haired yeah. lady. So, you know, you can get from that. But they'll move, you know, photos around and stuff like that. They could trick you. I don't know. But we know for sure that it's going to be his sister. And so Luke's role in this next episode is helping Liz and TJ deal with the fact that she's pregnant. Some people just shouldn't be allowed to procreate. (laughs) Look what happened last time that she did. I know. Jess. Not so good. I mean, you would think that she would take care of that as soon as she had (laughs) Jess and saw what a screw up he is. Oh, and then TJ? Oh, Uh, he's so annoying. I'm an escrow. Hey, everybody, I'm an escarot. They didn't even know what escarot I don't even meant. know why they brought them as, like, full to move to Stars Hollow. Yeah, I just, what was that all about? Like, every time they're in a scene, I'm like, ugh. I'm sorry. I, just, I like mostly, like, the the side characters, but eh, those... Not so much. Yeah, and she's really annoying. She sounds like um, Sally from Charlie Brown when she's like, my big brother. Yeah, every time she calls him big brother, I'm like, ah, <laughs> just like... Ugh, it's very on a chalkboard. Yeah, totally nails on the chalkboard. Okay, enough about that talk. Um, good news, Logan comes home for the hospital. Yay! Yay. And Rory is very pr- protective, taking care of him. Uh-huh. So that'll be cool to see. She doesn't seem like the maternal. Mother- yeah. Yeah. But maybe this will help bring it out in here. I mean, well, granted, this episode, this past episode, when she was yelling at people, that was pretty maternal. But as far as like taking care of somebody that's sick. I mean, she's not as bad as Paris about that kind of stuff, who hates sick people, mm-hmm. even though she wants to be a doctor, but still going to be interesting to see. So, and then Rory gets a little upset 
about something he heard, she hears about Mitchum. Mitchum in an interview that he did with the Wall Street Journal. Not sure what that's all about. Or he he brings up her name somehow. Right. And with him, who knows? That yeah. guy, just he's like the villain. Mm-hmm. Very villainous for the show. Yeah. Um, and then Emily gets LASIK eye surgery, which, hmm. how random. But uh, So she has can't really see after that for a while, so Lorelai has to drive her around. So this is why this episode's called Driving Miss Gilmore. Oh. Like Driving Miss Daisy. God, thank you. Thank you for the... <laughs> I'm just trying to break it down for you, Dave. All right. <laughs> and then um, while she's driving her around, Emily reveals this huge surprise that Catches Lorelai off guard, so mm. not sure what that is. Maybe Uh-oh. it's got something to do with the real estate they were looking at in mm-hmm. Stars Hollow. They're moving down there. But it's good. This is going to be an Emily episode. I always like scenes with her. She's cool. And then I guess Jackson finds out that some of his old employees planted marijuana in one of his fields, <laughs> and he and Suki try to get rid of it, which that, that'll be pretty funny, too. Yeah, I like some of those comical side stories. Those are really funny to watch. Mm-hmm. That, the supporting actors, you know... As long as they're not annoying me, I enjoy this. <laughs> as long as it's not losing TJ. Right. And our sources for this were the WB.com and TVGuide.com. And we had posted a link on our website earlier this week to an interview that the guy on TV Guide yeah. did with Amy Sherman, Paladino, and Dan. Yeah, Paladino. that was a great interview. And it was also good and lengthy. Like, I think it was one of those interviews where they, he didn't go back. And trim it and take out a bunch of parts. He just It's like a transcript of their interview, which is really cool. And then you find out some more info on why they jumped ship and left the show. And it's basically because they they wanted two years. Because previously, they'd only be getting one year. Like mm-hmm. each year, they potentially didn't ha- think they had a job the next year. And that's going to be really stressful. Yeah, especially if you're in the middle of a creative process of writing a script and determining you know, the the path, the journey of your characters, and then you've got to take a break from that to go negotiate your terms of your next year's, it's almost like a lease, you know what I mean? It's like your next year's contract, you're constantly renewing it. That would get annoying, and it also, you know, in my opinion, disrupt the creative process. And it was, they were really short-staffed, like they had no director, no head writer, like they were, you know, wore a bunch of different hats, and it was just wearing them out after six years, which I can Mm. understand. Um, they also alluded that they're currently short-handed. Like there's hardly any writers yeah. to help David Rosenthal out. They hired David Ro- Rosenthal themselves, so at least we know that he's pretty going to be pretty good if they hired him. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I was thinking, David, if they're short-handed yeah. and they really like married teams oh. of like producers and writers mm-hmm. and they like a married team whose first – Names start with A and D. Oh, you trying? You think you might throw our name in that in the uh, arena Amy there? and Dan, Alicia and David, mm. married, love Gilmore Girls, creative. Oh, creative, yeah. Quirky, I, totally fun. We'll work for cheap. <laughs> I mean, we will work for a quarter of what they got paid. At least. At least. <laughs> I think that we could do it. I think, I think it'd be a great deal. I think you'd be superb. At I think that. you would be excellent. Oh yeah. <laughs> and. I would only have one contingency. What's that? And if I was elected writer and producer of this show, here's what I would do. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a politician. Uh-huh. Logan would have to be in every episode. Oh. Almost I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't see that one coming. 
I know, you're totally shocked. Uh, and let me guess, I would be cut off from any kind of real interaction with the character, the actors. You would actresses. work with, with Lorelai and Luke. Uh-huh. So I'd work with Matt Zuckery uh-huh. and Alexis every once in a while. Right. You could not talk to Alexis. Oh. You, you know, you'd have to stand 10 feet away from uh-huh. her. So I could just times. hang out with Scott and that's it? Yeah. Cool. And, you know, like Taylor and Kirk, oh, Miss I'd, Patty. All right. The Stars Hollow people. Maybe even Richard and Emily, but... <laughs> Matt Zuckery, his trailer will be next month. Oh, <laughs> I'm, just, a- I'm just being silly now, but uh, <laughs> but no, I think it'd be cool if you and I were the writers. Sure, I think we'd have everything go our way. I know, and that'd be good for all of our fans because most of them agree with us. So, and we wouldn't be persuaded by hate mail. No, so that'd work out great. We already know what we do. So, mm-hmm. just gonna stay steadfast. Well, cool. Um, that's about it for this week. If you have any questions or concerns, you can email us. Um, my email address is alicia at gilmoregirlspodcast.com. And I'm dave at gilmoregirlspodcast.com. Or if you don't want to send me an email, you just want to send us an audio clip, you can go to the website and in the corner there's a little button that says send us an audio. A lot like this person did. Hey guys, um, I'm watching Gilmore Girls right now and decided to actually check out the website for the first time. And it's awesome. You guys are awesome. Just keep on being awesome. All right. Bye. See, she was able to do it in the amount of time that the credits were rolling in the opening credits. So it's really simple, really easy. Just, you know, take a second and do that. And you can check out our website, GilmoreGirlsPodcast.com. we got some different, you know, videos and interviews and just some random things about Gilmore Girls on there. Um, you can also leave us comments or feedback on there as well. And... Until next week, thanks for listening, guys.